missed talking. I, I thought I could. I thought I could sneakily in, answer one text while the theme music was playing, and mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I'm enjoying. Well, it was partially. It was like a text because I couldn't resist doing it, doing the joke. So basically, my friend, um, just before we started recording sent me a text message and he was basically like, do you want any of these weird alcohols I have in the house? Um, there's an Earl Grey vodka, strawberry moonshine, a weird tequila and a pear brandy. It's like, do you want them? I'm going to throw them away otherwise because they're gross. And I, this is, I got excited as the theme music was playing. I couldn't resist. Mm-hmm. I he said, like, I have a joke. I'll take them or we could combine them all and make a wrong island iced tea. Wow. <laughs> Worth it. I got to yeah. say, I was ready to clown you. I was ready to be like, Andrew, you took time away for that, but worth uh-huh. it. That was really good. It was just good. in my head, and I was like, I can't. I just want to type this really quick, and then I almost missed the intro. No, that's, uh, that's how it should go. This show should take a backseat. For puns like that, this show takes a backseat. Um, wow. I, so now I've forgotten what I'm doing, where I am, what's happening. I worked at a <laughs> predominantly black uh, nightclub in the mid-aughts. So I heard the term strong island a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, make this a strong island. And I was like, yeah. it already, make the, it, okay. Make, make the thing that's all booze It already stronger. Is. It's just got a splash of Coke for color. So no Coke. Hold the no. Coke. Okay, so you just want you want what we would call a bar a bar mat, where we just squeeze yeah. out the bar mat into a glass. <laughs> yeah, Long Island iced tea without the Coke is it just like kind of gray? It's got to just be gray, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess so. Just a weird non-color. Long Island iced tea without the Coke is like you're just saying, <laughs> "I need fun. to feel, I need to feel bad quick." <laughs> I don't have time. I need to feel bad right now. <laughs> Quick, make um, me feel miserable. <laughs> uh, I will say this. This is the podcast, Yo, Is This Racist? Oh. Andrew T., Tani Newsom, Kevin Bartelt. However, I was just going to say, you just heard an example of um, a bad booze podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and instead uh, you should listen to our yeah. friend Kristen's good booze podcast nice promo Andrew yeah. good job Look it, at him. it just it just occurred to me yeah um, little little alley-oop um the booze the booze hustle yes mm-hmm. yeah Sorry, you gotta do an episode of, of that I know yeah. well maybe, maybe it'll be about bar mats <laughs> <laughs> uh Kevin produces it it's my longtime friend Kristen she's a wine and spirits uh, I'm not supposed to say expert. I got us in trouble in wine country when I called her that. And then a man leading a tasting was very combative with her. Um, <laughs> but she is. Mm-hmm. She knows more than anyone I know about this stuff. But she works in uh, in beverage and hospitality. So she hosts this, like, you know, uh, a podcast from, an, from a knowledgeable person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an episode with, with my friend, John Malkovich, <laughs> the kookiest man on earth but he uh he has a winery uh it's called lclq and it's uh oh lqlc sorry and it's in france and he makes his own wine with grapes from his property like you'd expect from cyrus the virus (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Ooh, this is what a what a fantastically loosey goosey start to yours. Yeah, look, no, this is how this show goes. We talk about racism eventually, but first, I say things like the next time you watch Con Air, imagine that Cyrus the virus has a really delicate rosé. <laughs> Just imagine that. Um, yeah, we get to the racism voicemails eventually, but first, we talk about uh, uh, current events happening. Sometimes we have a special guest. We do not currently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just us. Uh, l- last week, we told you that we were too stupid to talk about Ukraine, yet we, of course, stand with occupied and uh, oppressed folks everywhere. I-, I think that the the only thing to really talk about this week is something that has been covered very well by very smart people. Trevor Noah, Amber Ruffin did a great piece on it that I think now everybody's, you know, this is, we're, we're a little behind the news curve on this just because of the nature of when we record. But um uh, uh, this idea that all of the uh, reporting about the war in Ukraine has just been so <laughs> openly and just plain faced <laughs> and just so like just sh- everyone's just showing their bare ass just just mm-hmm. bright in the moonlight uh, with their with their bias and their their racism about who in their minds deserves to have war happen in their country yeah. and, and who right. it makes sense for who it's upsetting to see bombed right which is like the dog the answer should be everybody and yeah i I, and and i understand i'm willing to because of the way because of the way whiteness works and the way we've kind of been poisoned in in the west to only identify with quote unquote people who look like us and i'm saying us as like not part of that group but whatever yeah I, I understand the thought some of these people are having, the thought that they're having of going like, wait, that's a city like we have here. It looks like our cities. Now yeah. this is hitting me. I, yeah. I understand having that realization. You got to just keep it quiet, especially yeah. when you work for a major fucking yeah. media. <laughs> I, I think I think the thing is, it's like, it's okay to have that um, like feeling you just have to always re- also realize that that feeling is a severe empathy flaw mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. and not say it as if it's factual or proudly or something. Just like at least have the decency to be like, I know this is fucked up and you should go on MSNBC and say, I know this is fucked up, right. but this is hitting me harder than other wars. Right. Or just, or just don't. Yeah. Just, just keep, well, it, yeah. keep it quiet and examine but at the minimum, the just understand <laughs> that this is like incredibly, it's like understandable, but fucked up that this yes. is in, in people's heads. Yes. And like live in that, you know, it's okay to feel that way. It's, you know, that's, that is how empathy, you know, regrettably is built off of people that look like you. And that's like a start, but hopefully you can become a person that can grow to empathize with other, you know, types of people. Um, but it's okay. It's okay to start with like the primitive, like child brain of like I like people that look like me. Um, wow, who is this, like, Andrew? Well, no, I I'm thought just you were going to have a list of like reporters' names that you were going to be like, "Fuck this guy, fuck." That oh well, guy. yes, no, but fuck all. But but it's okay to have the first impulse, but the the B side of it, which is the proudly going on the goddamn news and being like, <laughs> "I'm upset by this." <laughs> Like no, right? Saying things like "this is hap- this isn't Africa or the Middle East. This is a civilized European nation." Like, how does that sentence leave your mouth? Yeah. How how, how does that sentence happen for you? And it's 
I mean, you're just showing just yeah. so much ass has been on display. Yeah. And not in a good way. You know no. what I'm saying, folks? Not in a cool way. Have you seen those billboards that are like, um, don't don't show your behind, show your mind? And it's like, <laughs> I think they use the same like a- actor model. I don't know, like person to be like doing like a thoughty selfie in a mirror or something. And then next to it is them in like a graduation cap. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a meme, but then I saw a few people. I mean, it is a meme, but they're real billboards that are like. That's like oof. Bill Cosby level of like pull your pants up type shit. But for oh, yeah, the it's full modern, like, for the respectability age. politics of like, yeah. yeah. Be educated. Don't be on the Instagram showing your body as though they are mutually exclusive. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the the Amber Ruffin piece about it, it was very good. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, piece as well. I think we, we don't have anything specific to add about it other than like. Yeah, I, it, it's 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 just sort of this thing where like it's worth, I guess, repeating like. One of the things of this show that is, you know, like like the surprise you just expressed, it's like, it's not truly, and I know I'm like a huge asshole about this, but it really is not your gut, subconscious, unthinking reaction to things that makes you like a bad person. Oh, sure. It's the second thing you do that makes yeah. you the bad person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's well put. Like, you can have all kinds of, like, we live in a society that creates all these biases in your head. Like, it is okay to have that thing, but, like, how you react once you have that is what actually defines you as a human. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) the answer appears to be bad for most people. Yeah, because I'm watching these, you know, journalists... I don't know the proper term. These folks in the field reporting, reporters, whatever. This isn't improv where, like, you're trying to get shit out fast and you're saying the first thing that comes to your mind and you're, you know, I understand that it is a performance and you are, like, speaking on the fly, but there's so many things that you've had to work hard not to say. Like, these people are so practiced at, like, not swearing or not any number of, like, behavioral things that are deemed inappropriate for the news. So they have pretty hefty filters yeah. that I, they have I imagine pro- they learn producers in, who are yeah, helping people in them. their ear talking yeah. to them and they have pretty hefty like safe you know safeguards against saying all kinds of things that just come from their training so yeah. it's it's wild right, right. to me yeah i well i think that's the thing is these sentiments passed the filters and yeah. that is not simply the internal filters it's producers it's like you know these are people speaking on the fly, but they have, you know, even even if maybe they're doing double duty or whatever, but there are copywriters. Like, these things yep. are are not improvised. Like, they are, like, you know, there, there may be, like, you know, if it's not fully scripted, there are the beats, the bones, the ideas of this are there. Yeah. And if, like, the little bullet point under your personal reaction for these reporters is just blank or it's like just go off the top like that's also a a failure like yeah this is like and you know like all things it's churlish of people like us to be like this is about representation in the media you know i i feel like i railed against that especially hard like 
um, when the freshest, not probably freshest anymore, but one of the fresh waves of Asian violence was happening and all the Asian actors or people in Hollywood, like, you know what would stop this? More representation. And it's like, yes, sort of, but like, it's like selfish and self-serving to put this out there. But this also is... You see, you see, this is the manifestation of that lack of representation at the producer level, at the, Mm. you know, sort of like, um, you know, behind the camera, but like, like with some power level, um, whatever that is for the different types of television or media Mm -hmm. being made. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, they're all part and parcel. Maybe that's it. It's like these, like, this is the racism being reflected. This is then racism or bias or however you want to put it, like then reflecting back to confirm audiences subconscious things that then perpetuate mm-hmm. more racism that then become action it's like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's true but it's also like i guess like all things it's like every piece is the problem not like any one piece yeah it's true also not completely related to this show but just you know wanted to say that uh t- absolutely terrifying that uh, gold medalist Brittany Griner is being detained in Russia and yeah. uh, uh, for allegedly possessing a couple of vape cartridges. Uh, she was there playing for a Russian team. I, I didn't know this, but I guess a lot of WNBA players and maybe NBA players, although I would I mean, guess that maybe depends, they don't yeah. need to because they get paid uh, m- yeah. much more money than the WNBA does. But they uh, they play there in the off season, So and she had been for several months and uh, was detained at the airport. And what what scares me about this is that she is uh, she's a queer person. She mm-hmm. is black. They, she's you know the the folks that are detaining her are she's pretty much the opposite of everything that they claim they are that they stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like a really scary situation for her. I also am scared that we only know about this because uh, Russia decided to tell us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're sort of talking about things out of our depths here, but that just struck me that I was like, "Yeah, I don't feel like we would have gotten this information Yeah, uh, because she's been t- detained for a few weeks now, and we certainly didn't have that information yeah. before. It's not, it's not something that, like, yeah, the... State Department or our media is particular, you know, as we've seen, once again, like a thing that is like a little ugly for us to say, maybe, but it's like, you know, the differential treatment, like if it were fucking a white celebrity actor or somebody, yeah, yeah, being detained, like you would have heard about it. I, sorry, Mm -hmm. I suspect you would have heard about it more. Or like even anyone in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, right. A man, like a- anything, like a hundred percent. Yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. I think that put my scattered thoughts more <laughs> succinctly than mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. Just that I was like, oh, because of the convergence of the things that she is, because of her, uh, yeah. you know, intersectional identity. This is a much more frightening situation for her. So, yeah, I I yeah. don't know what to say, but hopefully that gets resolved. Yeah, yeah, we uh, have little information and look by the time this comes out there may be a different you know who who knows um who knows? but yeah this shit is yeah where this is also like at the right at the um especially with like international geopolitics type stuff 
as much as we have some knowledge about stuff, we are also mm-hmm. like, we don't know. No. But, you know, we have like our reactions, our thoughts. And I guess, you know, the thing that maybe we can bring to the table is the thing that we always bring to the table, which is actually not expertise, but um, even just like a different gut reaction than the majority of, we'll say, comedy people, Mm. uh, I think is fair. So yeah, it's all about perspective and not all about, but it's what we have is perspective. How about that? Like, yeah, I'm also battling a little bit of like, uh, I'm trying not to be frustrated with, you know, uh, people, strangers on the Internet having an expectation uh, of us to I'm not saying this is happening, but I I, I feel it uh, in a small amount. Strangers on the Internet having an expectation of us to comment on this and be very engaged and to have answers and info about this particular conflict, which not only isn't what we do but also it makes me want to go for all the reasons we were talking about before like okay so you just started paying attention to this war for whatever reason and i'm not saying like we've been johnny on the spot reporting on all the other conflicts in the world but i would say we we have maybe a little more awareness than i don't know i think i'm just reacting to the fact that all of holy white America is 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 really engaged with this, which is good because something terrible is happening and it's good to have eyes on it and to help where we can. Um, there are a lot of atrocities happening in brown countries, 365. Yeah. So w- w- where were, I want to say where were you, but I also I, I can say that to ourselves too. Like where were we yeah. then? So yeah. let's let's think about that going forward. And yeah. I mean, it is like also just like maybe a a starker example of like the way, you know, systems can have, we'll call it racist just because this is the the name of the show, like racist Mm -hmm. outcomes, but biased outcomes of all kinds without like any individual being like particularly virulently bigoted. Like, right. Like, this is simply just like, a, oh, my attention was piqued by one thing and not the other. That's not bigotry. It's understandable. And yet, right. it, you know, magnifies and multiplies. And then we have, like, vastly different reactions. I mean, you know, the Twitter thing that I saw was, like, like a, a captioned photo that's, like, you know, Ukrainian girl, like, talks to... Russian soldiers or stands up to Russian soldiers or whatever. And then the gotcha of it was like, actually, that's a Palestinian girl. Like, Mm. you know, and that's sort of like an illustration of this, but also like, does that, like, you know, what does that do? I I guess I'm not even saying like, that's a bad thing to do if you're the person making that meme or whatever, but it's a little just like, yeah, the problem is like differential passion towards Mm. different largely colors of people and differential passion on mass yeah right but that's the thing it's just like a little tiny thing these people you know well i was gonna say it's not like they don't care about palestinian people that's probably not totally true but you know like most of those folks aren't like openly biased against Mm -hmm. you know in this case palestinian folks but you know, it's just like 10% less giving a shit 
I, I think like a couple weeks ago, we used the the example of compound interest, but it is, it's like that thing that doesn't even seem like it's not even negative. It's just like slightly less positive towards another type of, you mm-hmm. know, slightly less sympathy towards another type of struggle. Just like when you multiply, it becomes this huge effect. And it's like, no one's fault, technically, mm-hmm. but there you go. If, this The world is the way it is. I wonder if it's also just for a lot of uh, people, it's just easier to throw support behind Ukraine because Russia has been the big bad for decades for America. And it yeah. doesn't cause uh, the divisiveness at home that supporting Palestine might for some of you. Yeah. We told you that we were too stupid to talk about this, but yet our hot take is war is bad. We are not for it. We don't like mm-hmm. it. We don't approve. Um, wishing everyone who's seeking safety yeah. that they can that they can get it. Yeah. Let's live in. Eventually, this will be funny. After a commercial break. <laughs> and we are back. We've come back. We're ready to do the voicemails. This is the thing we're supposed to be doing. We're not mm-hmm. supposed to be. Waxing, uh, waxing, not even poetic, waxing yeah. prose about <laughs> about war. We should be listening to people's voicemails about petty little racism yeah. shit and making fun of and them, making fun or of someone them, yeah. else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the first one. Hey, um, yo, crew. Hi, Tony, Andrew, Kevin, and guests. Um, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. So, hello. Um, I was wondering, is using GIFs or GIFs, however you want to pronounce it, with people of a different race other than yourself racist? Um, I am an um, Asian-American gal, and in fear of potentially being racist, I um, and if I do use GIFs, um, rare, um, I only use ones with illustrations, graphics, or cartoons, um, since there's also a lack of representation for Asians and um, and just since they come from <laughs> entertainment, TV shows, and whatnot, um, but would love um, y'all's thoughts. Um, love your show. I feel like I'm chilling with friends every time I listen, so thank you. Nice. Aww. <laughs> we are your friends, and for that, whoa, I'm sorry. whoa. Yeah, come on. I can do better. <laughs> We're your friends. We don't have to say that they're our friends. That's true. That's true. We cannot do better. We can, can impose we? our friendship onto you. Yeah. And then apologize have, for it. Have, <laughs> having imposed, yeah. we shall. Um I this so this is a variation of a question we've gotten many times before. Um, but I, I sort of thought the um Asian angle was something maybe. And, and Mm. let me just get my old man. I think I've said this version of this take before out of the way, because I'm more and more recognizing that first of all, obviously my opinion on this shit doesn't matter. And like, like modes of communication change. So my, my first reaction is some version of like, who needs gifts to like, if you need gifts to express yourself, like fucking grow up. Um, Andrew, (laughs) Grandpa, however, come on. <laughs> however, 
let us have uh, our gifts. Yeah, I understand that, look, this is like a fundamental part of communicating. And it is sort of true that like for um, underrepresented people, it is like uh, an issue. I mean, the other side, so the more common side of it is like white people being like black people, Gifts are like better for X or Y reason. Can I use this? Is it digital blackface? And the answer to that has always been like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> A little bit. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But even though even the times when it's not, it's a little like, yeah, but like you're so close to touching on like such a fundamental issue mm. of how the entertainment industry works and mm. how like mass culture works. But like, Maybe that's that. There is a little bit of like, where our this whole episode has the theme of like a forest for the trees sort of thing. Mm. It's like concentrating on this little interpersonal shit. I don't know. I mean, it is like it, it like we're all cogs in a big thing. It's not like the little shit is separate from the big shit. It's the little shit creates the big shit. Mm. Um, but there's a little like yeah, but what does an individual action matter? I don't know. God, what a weird attitude I'm bringing to this podcast today. I'm going to, uh, here's my, um, the one thing I'm potentially blaming is I had um, just the end of a bag of coffee left uh, in a in a slightly too much way. So I basically have about <laughs> 40% more coffee in me than usual. You, I was like, you do seem a little more animated. I know for the listener, they're probably like, what? But <laughs> I can tell. I, can't, I can see it in the I eyes. Can't, I can't just leave five grams of coffee in the bag. <laughs> no, that'd so be we're lunacy. Doing, we're doing a 25 ball this morning. <laughs> That's your wrong island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much coffee is Andrew's wrong island. <laughs> oh, boy. I really um, want to pitch and sell a reality show called wrong island and i don't yeah. know what it is other than a something that already exists which is a bunch of hot people on an island but something's yeah. wrong everywhere something's wrong <laughs> <laughs> um maybe they went to the wrong island like that's literally <laughs> the wrong island oh yeah but what if you take like like a, a bunch of long island people yeah. stereotypical long island reality show people mm -hmm. and put them in like iceland or jamaica or like okay <laughs> uh -huh. now we're now we're doing it i'll call john gabris we'll pitch yeah. this we'll have it we'll have it ready to go yeah perfect yeah 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 whoops wrong island <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta figure out how to live and thrive um i'll, I'll call her i always say if you if using something makes you feel weird don't use it like if you really want that reaction that tells your friend i am not having it today and you find your nini leaks your thumb is hovering yeah. over a nini leaks and it feels weird to you just don't send it if it feels weird don't do it but also i don't think you twisting yourself up in knots about this is important or needed yeah yeah maybe that's it by the way you just said a nicer version of the same thing I just said, which is like, who needs gifts today? <laughs> you can express yourself with words, kid. I'm I'm much more a fan gifts. of a reaction image. I, I like just the still image. I think that's more on trend. I'm learning mm. From, mm. The, from the Twitter youth, namely mm -hmm. Zig. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll talk about Zig in Yo Can We Live. I saw him uh, the other day and I'm... Yo Can We Live? Would that be our preview show that comes out on Fridays via suboptimalpods.com? That's our subscription website where we don't talk about racism or we try not to and we just hang out? Shit, yes. <laughs> I was just talking about us us hanging out. But yeah, we could also do it on... <laughs> I don't know. What a weird, what a weird bit I didn't think through. Yes. That is a that is our premium show. Um yeah, we there's, there's teasing the premium show organically, which is um I I saw Zig twice this week. And that's fun. Trying to trying to change change the boy up a little bit. Okay, where were we? Change um, the boy up. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Um okay. I, I think we solved this person's problem if we didn't. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks for calling sorry. after listening for so long. <laughs> you're fine. You're mostly fine. And I'm sorry there aren't more Asian folks in gifts, but you could make them. You can make gifts. That's true. Get some of your favorite shows and me- pieces of media with Asian folk in it and make a little gif. I've made gifts of this show. Yeah. Oh. That we've used. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's time for Andrew to step it up expression-wise. Yeah, we yeah. need Andrew to be the next <laughs> meme queen. Oh, look at that. Sh- look at that head shake. Big no. Okay. That's that's a big nope. Now huh? give us a like skeptical like, I don't know about this. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a good one. These are these are prime gifts. Yep. Kevin, please make these some gifts. Yep. We'll put them on the uh, Suboptimal Pods Instagram. <laughs> Giffin' ain't easy. When the voicemail seems sus, and then it's going to be Andrew going like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, let's kick the next one. So I just wanted to share a quick story with you guys um, about the good old LDS church and the racism that still exists. Recently, one of their church leaders, um, when brought up in a talk that he was giving, said that we need to stop asking why the blacks did not get the priesthood until 1978 and instead ask why the whites did not get the priesthood again until 1829, which is just so problematic and so bad. And... I have no idea how to even address that with kids who are going to have questions about, hey, why are we so racist in this church? Anyway, bye. Okay, I, I can fill in some of this. I, In retrospect, this voicemail probably makes possibly no sense. Um, LDS is what Mormons call their church, Latter-day Saints. And I know this because my family has, like, weird Mormon family members. Um, and the other background of it is, like, the this, the Mormons are, like... So, they're, it's it, like, sort of like most American institutions, like, so institutionally racist. But basically, the one thing that was, like, super high on their list is, like, until whenever the caller said, like, basically black people couldn't have, you like, couldn't positions of, I th- or I think they couldn't have positions of leadership, I think, or something like that. Okay. Anyway, just institutional segregation by race. Um, not even segregation, just, like, fucking institutional racism as part of it. Um, so that's Mormons. Modern, modern, racist, whatever. Um, I guess my 
question, my thought with all this is like, and this is me like just having a difficult uh, relationship with religion, maybe. Because part of me is like, yeah, but so is every religion. So like, are Mormons worse it's than anything just, else? They're just newer. <laughs> yeah. This might be the wrong place to bring this up. As as I'm watching your faces, I'm like, maybe this was too fraught and vague <laughs> for a voicemail. No, I, no, I'm hung up on the, I'm hung up on the 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 logic that the 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 racist priest the caller is talking about posed, yeah. which I think I don't need to be, but I don't understand the phrasing. Let's not worry about why black people didn't get the priesthood until '78. Let's talk about why white people didn't get the priesthood again until 1829. My brain is in a pretzel about the time. Do Mormons experience time in a non-linear fashion? Um, if ooh. so, fucking rock and roll, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to learn more about them. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, once you emerge from the time twister tunnel, that the uh, Mormon time twister tunnel, um, I think what he's saying is like, it, it, it's basically in in Mormon lingo. He's saying all lives matter. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he's saying I, yeah. like it's it's not a it's not the crime that black people were not allowed to have. I guess positions of leadership or I don't. Now that you're talking, like I think maybe having the priesthood is lingo for being Mormon at all. I, yeah, I think that they couldn't. Be, I I don't think that we were allowed to join until the seventies. I had Mormon yeah. friends growing up who would talk about that. Maybe okay, so something like that. Whatever, whatever the fuck. Who cares what their lingo means? Um, well, I think what he's saying is like, why, why worry about this racism when isn't it a tragedy that Mormonism didn't exist until eighteen whatever? Okay, you know, like, like the the like all people yeah. were kept from the truths of Mormonism, right. and isn't that the real crime? But right. so, but the thing is, it's like. That, like, echoes so much of other religion, which is, like, you know, I mean, look, I'll just take shots and we can truly just cut shit or, like, know that this is my own opinion. But, like, like the idea that, like, you know, eternal salvation of Christianity becomes its own, like, logic and reward and ultimate thing justifying almost anything else is, like, that's how, like, pedophile priests were allowed to, like, continue. That's how most of, like... Southern Baptist racism gets to perpetuated because it's like in the service of this thing that, in my opinion, is fake entry to heaven for humanity. Mm. Um, nothing on earth is unjustified. Mm. Like no fucking horror, like literally pedophile priests, whatever, like murders, the inquisition, it's all justifiable in service of it quote eternity. Yeah, so that's that's why. I mean, and then the like Western culture experiment, <laughs> failed experiment, whatever. Le they, like we always end up being racist. So the that like institution of power always creates racism. God, I had too much coffee. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. really I'm marveling at this this version of you. It's thrilling. I feel like you need to be a professor at some very engaged college, like a, a college with an engaged student body that has many questions for you. Because I'm just sitting here like, this caller is so sweet to think that we know anything about 
Yeah. Or, like this caller is like, how do I raise kids in this church? And I'm like, you just named two things I don't care about. So I'm yeah. <laughs> not to like drag you caller. They're important things to you. But I'm more just like, why would you ask me anything about raising kids or church? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to give you good advice. <laughs> I, and I think the other thing is it's like, well, I think we're giving advice that's real. But like, again, from our perspective as people like, we'll just say largely free from the need for religion. Um, like, I feel like... Good way to put it. Like, yeah, I'd like... Whatever. I, I, People can disagree. I think I do not need religion to be an ethical good person, personally. I, I agree with that statement. In my uh, experience with going to church a lot as a kid, my family's pretty religious, the often more, like dangerous parts of the mass was like the homily portion where the priest basically is like sharing their interpretation of the gospel. I don't know if like a Mormon mass has a similar thing. If so, I imagine like this is where that happens, where it's often the priests sharing their own like morals yeah. and specific stuff that can often lead to like a dangerous, you know, conver- yeah. not even conversation. It's just like preaching. It's just like, wow, what do you, I mean, I've seen people like, walk out because it's like for agreeing and like for both progressive things that a priest has said or the opposite i i don't know i guess i would say like if you disagree with with what their the pastor or whatever is saying like have those conversations i think that's when i started to realize that i was not interested in or less and less interested in catholicism as a teenager was that drive home from church talking about like, so why did he during the homily talk about this and this? Because I think that's Mm. wrong. And like those drives home just became me disagreeing with like, I I don't, why would he, why would he say that? Like, that's bizarre. And Mm. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's often when you see like their truest intention was like their interpretation of it is just like all of their point of view. And that often is where I saw like the more dangerous preaching. The homily and like, and then in Protestant religions, the whole thing's basically a homily. <laughs> that's where the that's where the priest is doing a little podcast. Yeah, the priest yeah. Is sitting there doing a little stand up routine. But uh, imagine, you know, on this podcast, we say a lot of shit, and you you might not agree with it, and then you can just turn it off and be like, oh fuck them. Imagine if yeah. we were like, but the power of God is within me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what well, I, I think say is inherently right, which is bonkers. <laughs> well, that that is a little bit like. Our, like, guiding principle is we're lunatics who don't know what we're talking about. Like, that is our guiding principle. Imagine if what we said was followed by, this is the inerrant word of God. Yeah. Like, insane. That's, like, that's exactly the difference. Insane thing. Yeah. We at least have the decency to be, like, just our opinion. Yeah. Sharing perspective encourage you to... Have these conversations in your own diverse friend and family group. Yeah, that's that's our. It truly principle. it doesn't it doesn't make <laughs> the things we say any more or less right or wrong for any given individual than like any given yeah priest or fucking whatever they're called in Mormon churches. But mm-hmm. we at least just have it's like yeah we're not saying you have to do this. We're just telling no. you how we feel. Um. So we're saying quit the LDS church, 
follow us. We are your one true God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take no other idols before us. Forsake all other deities. You're our um, disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody be you're, our disciples. You're, you're the disciples now, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Yep. One nation I, under pod. I do like starting a suboptimal miniseries about Mormons experiencing uh, linear time differently and then starting it with episode <laughs> four. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, look, I know a lot of stuff about the LDS church that is uh, that sounds a little atypical. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised to learn that y'all experience time in a different fashion. And it, it makes me more intrigued. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. That part's, that part's cool. The time travel's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. The racism, not cool. There's Unless you cool. believe that giving black people stuff later as we perceive it means black people had it before. That's wrong, but interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You guys got those those giant pipe organs? Just a <laughs> massive pipe organ. That's cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a bagpipe, I think. I think you're well, I was bagpipe. a little too nasally, yeah. And your I can't. body posture suggested bagpipe. Oh, I was. You know what? It was my my keyboard hands were below the the <gasps> Zoom camera. That's our religion's instruments. We all play the bagpipe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really good. That was awesome. We are beyond done with this episode. <laughs> I think the episode is done with us. I think the episode is bucking us off like a frustrated horse, and we just need to let it go back to its feed. The episode won today. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, to sum up, pour all the gross alcohols you don't want into one vessel. We're doing a summary. That's a wrong island I see. No, to sum up, 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Suboptimal Pods. Yeah. Uh, uh, check out the website, suboptimalpods.com, where you could subscribe to not only Yoke oh, and Live, but also the bundle, which has a bunch of limited series stuff in it. Go ahead. Can I say we got a we got a very um fuck you spam text to the voicemail that was like, um, I have the domain suboptimalpod.com available. Do you want to buy it? And fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. But also how the fuck? Did, so that means you listened far enough to get the number. Text. Uh, just fuck you. Yeah, We're fuck not, you, man. What do you mean? Do we want to buy wanna, it? No, we don't care unless enough. You want, unless you want to give it to us, in which case, thank you, I guess. We don't need it. Uh, yeah, if you're being nice and you're actually like, oh, I, I snagged this for you. Here, I'm going to give it to you for a couple bucks. Then thank you. But it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you're trying to be a dick, in which case, yeah. we don't care. We're not savvy business people. If we, we were, we would have gotten that domain in the first place. Yeah, and we Nate did bought it. the domain. I had businessman Nate on top of all the tech shit. Be man Nate. Think, we didn't think to do it not because he's not smart, but because I didn't care enough. So also, it's it's pods. It is not one pod. No, but when people type it in wrong, I think this person's yeah. like, "Don't you want to oh, have everything true. redirect?" Which, like, yeah, nah. that would be kind of smart. But also, I don't want to pay another hundred dollars a year or whatever the fuck. Whatever. We're nope. two in the business weeds. But if, if Nate does want to buy businessmannate.com from me, I'm willing to talk numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to freestyle this and not check my notes. I'm going to say Kev J. Bartelt. Nope. Mm-mm. Kevin. God damn it. Kevin J. Bartelt. Kevin. Oh, so close. Yeah, you're close. 
at Kevin, uh, Trondy Newman, Andrew T, Solid Small Pods. That's it. This is this is a show. We did it. Peace. Bye. This is Sebastian.